0: Hey team, Jerry Gounder here. I'm six weeks away from being broke. If you think quitting all your jobs to make money solely from jokes and being creative is absolutely crazy, you'd be correct. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the podcast. Six weeks from broke. Hello to all you people uh, listening. And I've said this a lot of times, but I can't. I cannot appreciate you more. You guys are listening to me talk on a machine from all over Australia, tuning in, helping me out, doing some cool stuff. And I just really appreciate it. I was talking in the last episode about my trip to Perth and how it had been kind of a little bit lackluster financially. And um, since that episode came out, I had one more show to do in Perth and it was out in the hills of Perth and it was a real banger. Like, man, like 80 plus people came to the show, and it kind of got me out of the shit um, a bit more, which was nice to do. And it kind of kind of came out of the blue, and word of mouth had kicked around, and the show kind of like nearly sold out in the last two days, which is amazing. Um, still wasn't enough to have all the extra money that I needed to sort of fund some projects down the line, but it keeps my head above water until I get to Adelaide, until I get to the Melbourne Comedy Festival, which both are selling. Quite nicely, so um still kicking the guts for the festival, but uh had a little bit of a last man minute escape, so it wasn't as dire where I need to start selling kidneys or feet picks or what anything like that, right um but uh overall, it's given me some good time thinking time to think what's to do next for the festivals next year. I think that the the fact that I pulled a lot of people in to come see me and I could probably just adjust my pricing method. I think by in 12 months from now I can have a bit better festival, but I also think I need to do more nights. Like I only did five solo shows this festival. I think next festival, if I did eight or 10, that would give me more opportunity to get some more money. That's on the profit side of the spectrum. So obviously the first, bunch of shows you're just trying to cover your costs and I think if I had double the amount of shows then I could just get into the profit margin area a lot more easily And there's more opportunities for that do you know what I mean like once your expenses are done it's like kind of a no-brainer to go that way um yeah and uh I think as well it's been an eye-opener so the start of this year I went on a kind of a special diet that made me feel amazing and I'm contemplating... Essentially, I didn't eat any sugar. I didn't eat any um, dairy. I didn't eat any um, gluten, any wheat product whatsoever. And I also didn't eat any meat. I just ate plant-based diet. And it was hard, but I didn't want... Unfortunately, I felt amazing. <laughs> there was, I was going to be skeptical on the whole thing. And then about three weeks in, I was like, fuck, I feel amazing. And it gave me like infinite energy so moving forward i think i might have to make that full time because the things i want to achieve in this industry are going to take a herculean is that even a word herculean a big effort to do so i'm already working more than most but i reckon i can tap into some turbocharged potential if i was to look after myself a little bit more so that's something to consider I, uh, I'm off to Newcastle next for some shows. I'm off to Adelaide. Adelaide's a bit of a success story. That's fun. Last year, I went to the Adelaide Fringe Festival. I rocked up. The day I rocked up in Adelaide, I'd sold 12 tickets. I had a one-person tent. I was staying there for a couple of weeks, and I was out in the streets every day handing out flyers: Come see my show, handing out flies. Come see my show. It was crazy. And... You know, I sold a few tickets, but I had to sort of give away a lot of tickets, but I filled the rooms up and it just goes to show that it, it can work because I'm going to Adelaide, I think it's far, four weeks from now and over half of my shows are sold out already. So I, they have some people from that period of time when I had to push to get people to come. They're coming back now. So that's a good thing. That's amazing. Melbourne Comedy Festival, I'm doing 16 shows. They're selling really, really well already. Um I'm producing that in my own venue, so I'm going to take all of the profit there. This is kind of like a weird business one where usually I would pay to hire a room from another sort of producer, but now I'm producing the whole thing myself. It's going to be a bit of a mind fuck, but I'm going to be taking, after the comedy festival, obviously pillages whatever they do, which is always significant, but this time I'm producing the whole thing, so I'm I'm taking it. But... uh That's going to be, I look forward to that episode breakdown, but um, another thing, I had a really good chat to um, my brother in the last episode, and he was talking about a few things that made me go away and think about some stuff, so I reached out to some organizations to get some advice, and anyway, a veteran organization said, would you like us to give you a business mentor? We have one for ours. We can ask if we need some stuff. Long story short, I've got a meeting next week with a business mentor to sort of help me through a few things. And I'm also starting a five-day business course, which is all online. Not a big fan of online stuff, but I am a fan of figuring out new ways to optimize and also network. So that's an exciting thing that's happened in the upcoming in the future and I also had talking about cash flow and getting things done on the last episode I had someone reach out we this is after we'd spoken in person but they also listened to the the podcast and they had an idea that I wanted to share with you they sent me a message about the conundrum and they said I was thinking about what we spoke about the other day needing money to fund shit That's what it says <laughs> Fun. Uh, they said you're killing it Why don't you get a $40,000 business slash personal loan? You can pop 20K into a comedy special and then use the rest to fund a national festival tour. And then you're away. Why don't you just get someone to chuck you on the books so then you can get a loan? Well, a couple of things on that. Um doesn't explain it properly in that message, but we were speaking afterwards. What my mate was kind of suggesting is why don't I get someone I know to just put me on the books of their business and then pay themselves into their own thing. So when I go and get a loan, it looks like that's that's not really what I want to do. I mean, I think it's important for me to sort of act as a business myself, how I would want – well, when I'm expecting things from other businesses, what would I do myself – I wouldn't do that to someone else. So I wouldn't ask another business, even if I knew them really well, like a friend of mine, you know, I wouldn't ask them to do a dodgy because I don't, yeah, I want to I want to run myself the way that I, ethically. And I don't think that's ethically. The idea of getting a uh, business or personal loan, I mean, spot on, $40,000 would change. If I was to invest into my business, I think would just change probably 30 actually 35 would just change the whole landscape of everything pay it off after 10, 15 years. Like I wouldn't even really notice it, but if it changes your life, then you'd look back on it and go, what an investment. Um, yeah, the tough thing would be to be able to get a loan. I don't think I'd be able to get a loan at this point with being an artist. I mean, banks generally don't traditionally like that, even though I could pay it off fucking simply. um, I'd have to go and get a full-time job, I imagine, for a period of time to then be able to get the loan and then just quit the job and then just go into it. But, uh, yeah, finding that time to have a job would be the hardest thing about the whole thing. But it did spark my interest a little bit because, yeah, I mean, sometimes uh, treating you – I'm a small business, you know. I am the product. I am the manager. I am the PR. I am the social media guy. I'm everything, right? Sometimes I got to look back on my service as a, as a chef, and think, if you want to open a restaurant, yeah, like it's totally normal to go get a loan. That's just and then you just pay it off out of your revenue. That's a that's a thing. So yeah, that's something I got to think about. If I can figure out a way to 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 fund and get a loan, I think I that could be a thing because forty k would just I think that would be enough to get the whole thing done and have my life uh, in order. So that's a interesting prospect. And I love those ideas coming through from the messages on the podcast. Please be involved. I like that so much. I appreciate that input, food for thought. And if you have any other, if you are a listener and you want to even just bounce some stuff on me, feel free to, to bring in now this episode, I don't have a guest, but I do have something special instead. I have a podcast that I made completely out of artificial intelligence. So I feel like at the moment, everywhere I go, people are talking about AI. It's just a crazy thing. So they've had some holidays recently, and I thought I'm going to dig into AI and I'm going to have a look. So I created a an account with ChatGBT, which I believe is probably the most prominent or most chat you know spoken about. AI on the market at the moment. When I say it's yes, on the market, it's completely free. And let me tell you, it is amazing. It is mind-blowing. The craziest thing about it, though, is before you log in each time, you have to say, I am not a robot, which is very ironic. <laughs> um, Now, ChatGBT, incredible thing. Like, it just... You put in... um. I was playing around with it with the family and we, you know, my brother's dog's called Lando. It recently had his balls cut off. We're like, write us a story about Lando who lost his balls. And then it came back and it said, it's funny. It's got like lots of uh, ethics and morals. It's like, I cannot um, do rude stuff. Like it wouldn't talk about his balls. So we changed the word balls to coconuts and we're like, write a story about Lando who lost his coconuts. And then, it boom, in three seconds, it just spits out a story. Once upon a time, there was a dog called Lando. And do you know what? The story was all right. I mean, it's all very basic to begin with, but how it works is it just it feeds off more. Like, it's a language AI, so it learns as it goes along, right? So you open up a a chat, and the more information you give it, like you can write the Lando coconut story. And then you're like, that's nice. Can I have that story again? But with a moral dilemma and it will say, sure. Boom. Three seconds rewrites the story and you go, cool. Can you rewrite that story now and add a character called Jennifer who is evil? Sure. Boom. Adds a villain. Like it's, it's absolutely mind blowing. And if this is what it's like now, What's it like in ten years? You know what? When this is the think of this as the Nokia phone. Some of the younger listeners might not recognize what that is, but think of this ChatGBT AI as the Nokia. What's the iPhone fourteen of that gonna look like? It's gonna be incredible, right? It's gonna be. It's it's the whole. It's the future. And I'm determined to wrap my head around it because I don't want to get left behind. It isn't crazy, right? So I wanted to do an episode about the future of sort of AI and podcasting and comedy. And I was going to, you know, think about it and write some things down and tell people my thoughts. And then it came to me and I was like, no, nah, I'm going to do the whole thing through AI. So I made the, the challenge. I didn't want to spend more than five minutes on this. Okay. So the first thing I did is I went into the chat GPT and I said, write me a podcast script about the future of podcasting with AI. Boom. Three seconds. Put a put a script out in front of me. I said, cool. I said, nice. Can you add the impacts on comedy and creativity? Boom. Chucked out a new script. I said, sweet. I copied, I paste that, I put it into a Word document, I made the font larger so I could literally read it out like a script. Then I went onto the internet and I got some stock music, I typed in sci-fi music, picked one of the first three that came up, downloaded it, downloaded another one, boom, now I can make an intro, and then I just read it out, I didn't even rehearse it or anything, and you'll see that I haven't rehearsed it when you listen to it, but... It's okay. I mean, it's not overly exciting, and it hasn't got any charisma. But this is me doing that. I'm, I'm just like five minutes, right? Imagine what you can do when you put in half a day, which isn't a lot. Trying to plan a creative project, right? It's it's incredible. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's it's super super crazy. And I think the impact on the world is going to be ah. Oh, I mean, like have a listen, and just remember that this is this the basic part of this technology, me doing it in the most basic way. Um so enjoy my artificial intelligence created podcast. Welcome to the future of AI in podcasting, a show that explores the impact of artificial intelligence on the world of podcasting. I'm your host, Jared, and in this episode, we'll be taking a deep dive into the future of AI in podcasting, what it means for listeners and what it means for podcasters. So let's start by taking a look at the current state of AI in podcasting. AI has already made its way into the world of podcasting, and it's changing the way we listen, create and monetize products. From automation, automatic transcription and speech synthesis, and this thing's better than me already, to audience engagement and monetization, AI is already having a significant impact on the podcasting industry. But what does the future of AI in podcasting look like? The possibilities are endless, and the future is both exciting and uncertain. Here are a few trends and advancements that are shaping the future of AI in podcasting. first, AI is becoming more accessible to podcast creators. Advances in machine learning and natural language processing are making it easier and more affordable for podcasters to use AI tools. This means that podcasters of all sizes and budgets will be able to take advantage of the benefits of AI from content creation to audience engagement. Second, AI is making personalization and recommendation a reality. Algorithms will be able to analyze listener data and recommend podcasts based on their preferences, resulting in a more customized and engaging listening experience. Third, voice-activated devices and voice-first platforms are becoming increasingly popular, and AI is at the forefront of this trend. Voice-activated content is the future of podcasting, and AI has the potential to reach new audiences and create new forms of podcasting. While the future of AI in podcasting is full of exciting possibilities there are also challenges that need to be addressed one of the biggest challenges is the impact of AI on jobs as AI becomes as AI becomes more pre- prevalent <laughs> start again as AI becomes more prevalent in podcasting there is a risk of job displacement As many tasks currently performed by humans could be automated. Another challenge is privacy. As AI collects more and more data about podcast listeners, there is a risk of data breaches and the misuse of personal information. Podcast creators and AI developers must be responsible and transparent about how data is collected and used, and ensure that listener privacy is protected. There are important ethical considerations in the development and use of AI in podcasting. As AI becomes more advanced, it is crucial that it is used in a way that are responsible and equitable, avoiding potential biases and promoting positive outcomes for all members of society. Now, let's talk about how AI is changing the landscape of comedy and creativity in podcasting. Artificial intelligence has the potential to revolutionize the way we create and experience comedy. It is already making waves in the world of comedy podcasts. One of the most exciting ways that AI is being used in comedy is through the creation of original comedy content. AI algorithms can generate jokes, satire, and even entire comedy sketches, bringing a new level of creativity and unpredictability to the world of comedy podcasts. AI can also be used to analyse audience data and personalise the comedy experience for listeners. For example, AI algorithms can analyse listener preferences and recommend comedy podcasts that are tailored to their individual tastes. Another exciting development in the use of AI for comedic improv, AI algorithms can analyse listener feedback in real time and respond with comedic responses making comedy podcasts more interactive and dynamic doubtful while the use of ai in comedy and creativity has a lot of potential there are also challenges that need to be addressed one of the biggest challenges is the question of authenticity ai generated content can be incredibly creative and unpredictable but it also raises questions about the originality and authenticity of content being created Another challenge is ensuring that AI-generated content is ethical and respectful. AI algorithms must be programmed to avoid potential biases and to promote positive outcomes for all members of society. So, what does the future of AI in comedy and creativity look like? As AI technology continues to advance, we can expect to see more exciting and innovative uses of AI in the world of comedy and creative creativity and podcast from personalized comedy experience to interactive improv. AI has the potential to bring new levels of creativity and excitement to the world of comedy podcasts. And as an AI, sorry, as, and as AI becomes more accessible to podcast creators, we can expect to see even more comedy podcasts, leveraging the power of AI to create truly unique and entertaining content. So that's it for the episode of future in AI in podcasting thank you for joining us and we hope that you have been have a better understanding of the impact of ai on the world of podcasting if you have any questions or comments please reach out to us on our website or social media channels and don't forget to tune in next time as we continue to explore the future of ai in podcasting i mean that's pretty incredible that it put together i mean it's obviously super general that's the whole thing about it it's um like, none of that was really entertaining. It sounded like it was all very vague. But, man, to whack that up in three seconds, because the beauty of the the AI and where it really gets into it is once you open up the AI chat generator, you can say, write me a podcast script about um, the future of AI and podcasting. It will spit out a script in three seconds. You read that script, then you look at it and you go, well, I like it, but, but can you um, emphasize... Uh, the dangers of losing jobs and it will spit out another script with more of a focus on that element. So by doing sort of, so I did this episode in three seconds, but if you spent 15 minutes just tweaking it, you could have a whole script that you'll really, hits what you want to do. And I think what I'm not going to do this, but I think that the impact of things like this moving forward is it can, um, it can do a lot of heavy lifting. So I don't think AI will ever take away creativity, but there's a lot of stuff in this script, even that it spat out just then that was research stuff, things that you would have to go away and spend hours away just researching in general. If you could spend 15 minutes tweaking a script on a podcast about something like history or a medical podcast or, you know, Pokemon, things that you know that you already have a gut feeling about and you know a lot about, but you don't need to go spend the time doing the research, trying to get all of the, making sure that all of information is correct, then you could say, write me a podcast episode on the Battle of Agincourt. You spend 15 minutes tweaking that to where you want it. You copy and paste that into a Word document, and then you go through and you start adding your own charisma. Your own sort of style. And then you go away and you practice that and you deliver on what you want to do and you start improving. That's where I think the real value comes in, doing that 80% that doesn't affect your creativity anyway and just doing the heavy lifting on information and sort of formatting. And I don't think, I mean, that's my opinion. I'd love to hear your opinion, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think if you were to use it in the same way that you would use an aid. Like, for example, I was uh, doing some research for something in the past and I got on um, Upwork, which is a, you know, it's like Fiverr. It's a network for, you know, people that do a whole bunch of jobs. But I hired someone to do research for me. I said, hey, can you write a 15,000 word sort of write-up on this? And it cost me some money. And I was planning to then use that for making my own um, this thing that I was making. Right. But with this sort of thing, it can spit. Yeah. It's like, it's not really, it's not really taking away from that. You know what I mean? It's not taking away from a creative process because that part's not creative anyway. It's only like, yeah, I think it's super interesting and uh, we can't escape this. That's the main thing to, to think about. So you got to find, kind of, figure out how to optimize your output ethically, and I think, I think everyone who says I'm not going to use anything like this will eventually y- use it anyway. So you might as well jump on early and get the ropes because technology is changing and the world that we're living in is changing. It's always good to be at the forefront of that. So do you enjoy art artists or comedy in general consider supporting this show at www.patreon forward slash jared goundry or just google jared goundry patreon it'll come up right for just two bucks you can get bonus episodes and content and together we can work towards helping me get seven weeks from broke send us a message on my instagram at at jared goundry see you there